Pharmaceutical Technology presents the Drug Solutions Podcast, where the editors will chat with industry experts from across the pharmaceutical and biopharmaceutical supply chain. Join us as experts share insights into your biggest questions, from the technologies to strategies to regulations related to the development and manufacture of drug products. This is the Drug Solutions Podcast. everyone, and welcome to the Drug Solutions Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Lonza. Lonza is an industry-leading, integrated contract development and manufacturing organization from drug substances to finished drug products. In this episode, Pharmaceutical Technology speaks with Sean Liu, the president and CEO of Avirmax, about his experiences entering the cell and gene therapy manufacturing space and how he began his own startup, Cell and Gene Therapy, CDMO. Sean has 40 years of experience in virology and 28 years experience in biotechnology. He has entrepreneurial experience in life sciences and in biologics and business development. He has a strong research background and earned his PhD with a focus in biochemistry from Kansas State University. Now, without further ado, please welcome Sean. Sean, can you talk about some of the key areas in which outsourcing is currently being relied on? Like, are there any particular aspects of the pharma lifecycle, whether that's development, manufacturing, commercialization, whatnot, that led themselves particularly well to the uh, outsourcing? So, well, uh, mainly we, based on the unique technologies, uh, developed our innovative by our max team, for producing um associated virus gene therapy vectors with the I think it's superior attributes or parameters to the other production system, for example, extremely high titer yield, uh, let's say so 10 times up to 100 fold higher than the other production system, I think, and also the quality of the vectors produced, it's pretty high. And the vector itself show the high activities in vivo and in vitro. So and this this system produced AVs has been superiorly actually performed in many aspects in clinically for example, the approval drug so far, as of yesterday, seven AV drugs were worldwide. Out of the seven, three of them was manufactured by the system SF9. SF9 is an insect system. That's why it makes, uh, so, but how many in the trial use this? Uh, only 36. That translated about 8.3% of approval rate compared to the AV production system used uh, Hactionite 3 system. Also, the four approvals out of 134 trials. So, the successful approval rate so far is only 3.0%. So, I think this, this, this is a very uh, 
attractive uh, uh, system used for AV production for gene therapy deliver. Uh, another thing is in the manufacturing side, this the AV is made in the SF line system. It's a lot, lot cheaper because of the cost of uh, goods of material, like a media, it's only like 40, 30% of the ones used for MNSL production. And also the cost was you don't need to use a, a transfection reagents, which is almost essentially very similar to the price of the media. So that's another cost. So, and uh, the operation condition save a lot of more energy because uh, insect cells grow at uh, 28 degree. You don't need to heat it too much. So the utility of the stuff also much lower. And cells grow happy. You don't have to check sophisticated controlling system. The, the cells are very robust to grow. So you don't need too much too much manipulation of growth fermentation, growth condition, media, all the content. But once getting the inoculated, the production system, the AV title is pretty always predictable, pretty high. That's in our hands. So I always say it's a simple, robust manufacturing system for AV. So I think this is the ones I think is that's why we can offer this uh, to our customers who want to have AV good quality in terms of uh, and fast to put into from a research to clinical with this simple robust manufacturing system. Like, so it's really, uh, really get it quick uh, to the to the trial, to the testing. So that you know, for us, uh, we 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 have demonstrated our system uh, from a plasma DNA the gene and the, from cloning and the process development and the final uh, deliver of GMP lots. We we can complete within about the six seven months. Yeah. That's that's really. Uh, I think this is one uh, one uh, attractive for uh, uh, points. So, for I think for services, basically the our team, um, uh, we launched a team we call the MyCMF. It's a it's kind of a model like to engage the client customers uh, with the same thought, same idea as we are. I, I can tell you a little bit of background how I can get this business started, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely, so, go for it. Yeah, so I was a chief scientist of Bayer uh, Pathogen Safety before I started this company in 2020. So I was diagnosed uh, as a patient of uh, PCV, uh, that's called polypodal choroidal vasculopathy, which is an overgrowth of blood vessel in my choroidal, my back eye, the retina. So that's because I'm bleeding and uh, 
and lost the central vision. So um, this treatment uh, uh, is controlled by regular receiving intravitreal injection of anti-VEGF antibody. So that was uh, early 2017, uh, specifically to, uh, 2017, February uh, 13th. So every monthly receiving the injection is really a big, big, big hassle. It's not convenient, also pain, uh, and also well the patches if they bleed the injection. So this struck me and uh, thinking about the startup business, how do I use the anti-VEGF gene and delivered by AV. So like this, this is what, and then I talked to my doctors, uh, he mentioned to the doctors that he was getting excited and says, sure, if you can do it, that's a be good, be so much benefit, so many patients will benefit from your idea if you can deliver. So this is how I was getting started the business. So I know my venture is really one to, for patients' benefits, also for companies, pharma. So I, so because I'm in the pharma for 25 years before I do the action. So I know exactly what the pharma looks, and especially for gene therapy startup companies, what are they looking most important that, um, parameter of key performance that has been uh, made. So quality of time, right? So I tried, so this is what I was, uh, so I get this idea and start this company, I get the idea to raise funding and organize Avomax. So try to do Advanvaja for PCV patients. So develop the AV drug for a single shot, that's solid. So I tried to, first, uh, I, I was never thinking about the build up a facility myself. I just want to use the CDMO, existing CDMO. So I contacted several CDMOs in California, in East Coast, and in the Middle West, the Central, every, every places. So I got a quotes. The quotes could be like 8.9 million for a clinical lots, 200 liter culture, and then quoted me 24 months, and then the finance of 24 months without guarantee of delivery death timeline. This makes me crazy. So I said, well, if that's the case, I should think about the building facility myself. So I was approaching investors, I raised the series A, it's only 10 minutes. And I tried to do, how can I get this one done, right? So investors, okay, if you can find a way to build a facility, like a pilot facility, uh, under some um, like a few millions, you can do it. So that's why I get this green light from the board meeting on the board. So I pursue the contract or the uh, general contract the designers in the Bay Area. So I, by the way, I'm located in the San Francisco Bay Area, Payward, mm -hmm. the city of Payward. So the build or the builder architect the architect give me a design and give the estimate. They said, well, you can build up about three to five million. I think that's better. If I can build up that, that's a thing better, right? So right, the yeah. city have five million to do the development, the other work is have people. So this is how we'll get started. So I I, I retire, I take an old retirement from Bear. 
uh, even though it was a very nice uh, position, but I really uh, determined, I was determined to take this action to Bitcoin. So that was February uh, to 2020, just exactly one month before the COVID outbreak in the Bay Area. So uh, I take this part and then I, uh, I do the research and the, the development. In the meantime, I pursue the facilities. So, oh wow, this is a very, <laughs> very slow because of callback. Everything is done. Yeah. But uh, luckily, I get a team, and uh, I also work or work closely with the city of Hayward. So we started. It. I think I ran the facility twenty uh, January twenty one. Uh, we started the break ground the end end of twenty one. So and we complete the construction last year September, and we got a GMP license from the state of California. So I think every team very helpful so we have those so during the process i still want to push my first drug for the pcb patients the earlier better in so in parallel in the construction i also signed the contract with the cdmo the, another cdmo in this country so still 200 liter 200 liter manufacturing this is a big, big hassle. This number one, before the sign, before the sign, well, we sign the contract, they promise everything you can do. It. So after sign the contract, they change it. So we cannot do that on time. So this is this is number one. Number two, the team is really don't know how to make a biologic semi, basically a lack of knowledge. So for me. I've been in the biological development and manufacturing field for two decades in both Genentech and the Bayer. So I'm trying to teach them and plus my team. All my teams join me, they all have 20, 15 years of manufacturing CMC experience. So we're trying to teach them. They couldn't. So basically the CDMO is very hassle. They don't share information. We want. So for example, they have cell lines that don't tell you the cell line background. They don't tell you details about the, how the process. In the end, it takes about 10 months, 10, 11 months. They, they really never met a, a lot qualified for, for preclinical, for like for tox study. And even for the animal model study, their material toxic. So this is by the end of the last year, um, October 19th, I failed to deliver our tax material, which we signed a contract with the uh, tax study, the monkey study. I got three million paid for the monkey study. So they could not deliver the material. And the material is like a 79 times higher the impurity than we specified. So it was rejected. And we paid the money, we did this, and then the, all these hassles we come through. I think, well, so as, as that, we reject a lot. We initiate our production right away. So we we just put in like six, 25 days for production and one month for testing. So we met our timeline. 
uh, deliver the material to the testing facility for tax study. So with all those, I think some of the customers heard my, uh, because of friends in the area, in the uh, bioprocessing, in the bioprocess field, in the gene therapy, they know our performance. And then they shout, why don't you provide your service to the customers? So use your knowledge and your facility, your techniques, and also for, and plus you have a very, very, I think we have a state of art facility here. So that's why, we signed the first contract to a customer who is, uh, uh, yeah, working with uh, many CMOs for AV quality analysis of production for years. This slow. So, and then they come to us and we made them very quickly deliver testing and the results last year. So, and then based on all this information, I think. I should, we should provide the service with our knowledge in a new model of CDMO, as I call it, MyCMF. So what is me? We have the facility, we have the team. We cohesively work with the clients, ask them to manage the timelines, manage this. We very closely and uh, work each other and we share our thoughts, share the stuff, share our ideas. So therefore we rescued, uh, we rescued the customer a lot. Somebody may fail. So for this time, I think we gradually build up the reputation. So that's why we, we try to launch this business. So in with all this testing, validation, qualification, facility people, assets, so that we launched the open house May 11th <laughs> this year. So that's that's pretty much the story how I get into uh, this business service. Uh, for the beginning of my venture, I like to make a drug for AV for PCB patients. With all this drug step-by-step, step, I think rely on CDMO, is a problem. That's what in my experience, I don't know others. So this is what I want to see. So if I have this one, I say, if I can do better to serve the clients, especially the startups who are really very challenged to get raised the fund, limited the fund to do, to demonstrate their proof of concept with AVs or vectors within a short time, if someone can make good quality, reliable vectors for their, you do the animal study, you do the, well, or even human trial within a very timely manner and a affordable, a reasonable cost and the good documentations and also provide submissions in regular submissions like our experience we do we have, I think that's what will be helpful, not only benefit benefits for our max CMC business, but will really benefits for the others. This is why I say, well, uh, this is what I want to really um, have this uh, uh, CDMO services to share with the customer clients. And also for the, the career, in my career wise, so I'm being already over 60, or over 65. I'm retired. 
I make all the, my knowledge, I experience, and so I think it's a kind of contribution. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is what I call a community today. So I gave many talks recently. So I think it's pretty, pretty, I think pretty exciting so far where we are. When you founded the company, was it meant to be a CDMO or like were you just looking for a direct manufacturing? Because I was curious because you're like, oh, I signed this partnership with a CDMO. I'm like, I assume you were a CDMO at that point because that's a, a typical thing. Initially, I was not. So I really want to find, make a drug for eye disease, the PCV patients, or also the, just like a wet MD, a wet uh, macular degeneration in the eye patients. So with all, it's kind of by nature. I am the person, if I'm stuck with some points, I want to get over it. I want to conquer. So this is what I'm so. So after, at the end of last year, with everything ready, I think we should offer this one and then come into seeding more services. Yeah. You, you've been working in um, the, the, this greater industry for quite some time. Yes. Are your experience with CDMOs, like, like I know you had the bad experience with the one you signed the partnership with formerly, like they didn't deliver within uh, specifications after they had already signed the contract. Is that something you see happen often with CDMOs or is this like a, a one-off? Well, uh, I wonder was in my previous experience, so I, I uh, contact or interact with all, all kinds of CROs, CMOs, uh, I think the technical failure and uh, mishandling, I think it's quite common. Um, a loss of uh, process stream, what's it doing the manufacturing process goes through and then they don't know where the product goes. That's it's, it's, And also mislabeling, mislabeling final valves, mislabeling of the buffers, mis mislabeling of raw material, I think this kind of thing is not often, it's, it's also seen. And the main thing, I think it's really, it's a technical strength. I think the CDMO, especially for AV, for Jinter, vector production, the CDMOs are not, not mature yet. I think their joint force and my joint force is totally different. They are joint force, sign a contract, do the CDMO, for CDMO, that's one. So I had my uh, portfolio company, uh, one of my portfolio company who work with uh, under CDMOs. I'm, because I'm the investor, I'm the shareholder, so I'm, I always get the, get the information. Well, they've been struggling much longer than many years. They couldn't make it, like, they failed like 15 lots. <laughs> so this is, this is what I know. Uh, and also, uh, uh, well, technical defect is, is common, so major operation failures are definitely also too. And plus the quality, the quality we got customers from other vendors, they work with other CDMOs, they approach it, well, they, sometimes they share some kind of information where we well, it, we don't we don't know, it's, we, we don't uh, disclose any details, but pretty much uh, come for us for the quality, for good quality product and also for the time of delivery. So they feel happy. Yeah, and then periodically they'll say, well, this is what the, 
they would not get the, the other places, otherwise other places provide the material, it's toxic in the cell culture, in the animal testings. So I think that's what is that, I think it's a technical strength. So really immature in the most of the city, most stuff in my field, that's what, how I engage with other CDMOs in the past. That's all for this episode of the Drug Solutions Podcast. Thank you to our speaker, Sean, and thanks to this episode's sponsor, Lonza. For more episodes, please visit www.farmtech.com. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you to our editors and experts for sharing their insights. Stay tuned for future episodes of the Drug Solutions Podcast with the Pharmaceutical Technology Editors. If you want to stay in touch with the pharmaceutical technology team, subscribe to this podcast as well as to our e-newsletters. When you sign up for our newsletters, you will be updated about future episodes of Drug Solutions, receive our magazines, learn about upcoming webinars and hear about episodes of Drug Digest. Thanks to everyone for joining us for this episode of the Drug Solutions Podcast.